0: G'day, you mob. How's it going? My name is Pete and I'm the host of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English and get a fair income dose of Australian culture, history, current affairs, all that jazz. Guys, today is a special episode, so I'm trying something a little bit new. I'm trying to add to the expression episodes that I normally do on the podcast by giving you content now. So, like this episode where I'm going to recap the five most recent episodes. So, we can go over the the meanings of the five most recent expressions and you can kind of have a quick revision. You know, I'll try and keep this video and podcast episode to about five to ten minutes. Um, Don't forget that if you want the full transcripts to all podcast episodes, you can sign up to the premium podcast. You will get the premium podcast player, which will allow you to read the transcript whilst you listen. You can pause, you can take notes, you can fast forward, you can rewind. It's a really good tool when you're studying English as well as using the podcast material. You can also obviously get access to all of the stuff in the premium podcast membership if you're an Academy member. So, if you join the Academy, there are hundreds of expression courses in there, courses that are built around the expression episodes that have other videos breaking down important vocab, important expressions, and the pronunciation exercises in those expression episodes, and then also including other content like sometimes dialogue videos that are related to the content in that episode. And you'll also obviously get in the Academy three weekly speaking calls with teacher Ian and other students. So, you get to meet a lot of people at the same time. So, for all of this information, guys, go to AussieEnglish.com.au and check that out or click- click the little card up here if you're watching the YouTube video, because you'll be able to go there too via that card. Anyway, without any further ado, guys, I got my little coffee here. This is my uh, Darwin cafe mug. My parents found this over in um, Canada. so. I'm an evolutionary biologist, I'm a big fan of Darwin, and um, they found this mug and brought it back, having a coffee, sitting down here in my little uh, office for now whilst we're still in this house. As you guys will probably know by the time you hear this, if Kel's episode with me is out, we have to move house. So, that's going to be happening soon. Anyway, getting sidetracked. Let's just get in and recap the five most recent expressions, okay. So, number one, as clear as mud. If something is as clear as mud, it is actually not very clear at all and not very easy to understand. So, remember that if someone were to give you instructions, you know, maybe they're giving you directions. um, Mate, how do I get from Geelong to Melbourne? And they give you this really detailed series of directions, you know, go straight, then turn right. And then at the second lights, you need to turn left and then left again and then turn right and then four more kilometres and there's Melbourne. You might say, mate, those instructions are as clear as mud, right? They're really difficult to understand. They are not easy to understand at all. They are as clear as mud. The point here being that mud, right, the liquid made from water and soil, stuff that, you know, kids might play in, my son plays in the mud after it's rained, is not transparent. It's not clear. It is actually murky. Right. It's, a, it's um, opaque. It's very dark. It's very hard to see through. So, clear as mud, it's kind of an oxymoron. Mud is not clear. All right. Number two, to fly off the handle at someone. Or you could just say to fly off the handle. I wonder if you guys remember this expression, to fly off the handle. If you fly off the handle, if you fly off the handle at someone, it is that you become incredibly angry at someone, usually out of nowhere, right? Suddenly, unexpectedly, you just suddenly get angry. So, maybe someone, you know, makes me a coffee in a coffee store and it's just not hot enough. I prefer my cappuccinos to be really hot and I go in there and I pay for the coffee, I'm waiting, they give it to me and it's just not quite right. You know, it's not hot enough. A normal reaction might be, hey, mate, I prefer my cappuccino to be a little bit hotter. Could you remake it or could you heat it up a little bit? But if instead you were to fly off the handle, you might, you know, go into a rage, you know, what the hell were you doing? This is horrible. This is the worst coffee ever. Ah! You know, that would be flying off the handle. And if you do it at the barista, the person who made the coffee, you're flying off the handle at that person, right, to fly off the handle, to become very angry unexpectedly and suddenly. Number three, hands down, right, hands down. If something is- and then you can kind of use any adjective you want and then say hands down. So, something is hands down the best or the best hands down, or it could be this thing is hands down the worst ever. You know, it's, it's hands down the most atrocious thing ever. It's used as an intensifier to mean easily, clearly, decisively, um, you know, evidently, obviously, and then the best, the worst, the biggest, the smallest, whatever the adjective is that you're using to describe that thing. So, what's an example? Again, I could use maybe- What have I got here? Okay. All right. I've got some batteries here. So, I bought some rechargeable- uh, What have we got here? Ever-Ready batteries the other day because um, we don't like throwing batteries in the trash. So, I've got all these rechargeable batteries. If I find out that EverReady, these rechargeable batteries here last something like 10 times longer than Duracell or whatever other brands of batteries I've been using, I might say, man, EverReady are hands down the best battery brand I've ever tried, hands down. And if Duracell's the worst that I've ever tried, I could say, man, Duracell is hands down the worst that I've ever tried. Uh, another example might be if we get into whiskey. You know, I've got some Sullivan's Cove here. Sullivan's Cove is a very famous Australian whiskey. It's won a bunch of awards. I tried this whiskey recently, and it was hands down one of the most average whiskies that I've had out of Australia. It wasn't as good as I was expecting when previously I had another Sullivan's Co and it was hands down the best whiskey that I had ever had, right, hands down. Number four, to turn a blind eye to something or towards something. To turn a blind eye, to turn a blind eye to something. I wonder if you remember what this one means. So, imagine someone is misbehaving at work maybe they're stealing from work, right? So, they're working in hospitality at a restaurant and the, the person behind the till, the, the cash register, is taking money out and putting it in their pocket when they go home. They're stealing. If someone notices that but says nothing and pretends not to see that that thing has happened, they are turning a blind eye to that thing, right. The idea being that they have one eye that they can see out of, one that's blind. They are trying not to notice that thing or pretending it's not happening, so they turn their blind eye towards it. So, their blind eye obviously doesn't see it, right. To turn a blind eye towards something is to pretend not to notice something. Number five, which you should be uh, most familiar with, as this was last week's expression, is your bread and butter your bread and butter. So, someone's bread and butter, my bread and butter, his bread and butter, bread and butter. Remember that this means one's primary trade or profession or means of earning a living, right, of getting an income, of earning a crust, if you want to use the Australian slang term. So, for instance, online English content creation is my bread and butter with respect to learning foreign languages, Portuguese at the moment is my bread and butter. It's the language that I'm spending the most time with. It's what I'm most familiar with. It's my bread and butter. So, in that sense, it's more an activity or a hobby that I'm most familiar with, that I am the best at out of the other options that I have. Right. So, there you go, guys. There are five of the most recent Aussie English expressions that you can use To be honest, these are English expressions that are used everywhere. They're not just Australian English, you know, you can use them in America, in Great Britain. Hopefully, you've gone out and checked all of these episodes on the podcast. So, you'll be able to click up here if you're watching the video to go to these podcast episodes and have a listen. If you've been listening to these podcast episodes and including this one and you haven't checked out the YouTube videos or YouTube channel yet, go to Aussie English on YouTube. Just do a search for it. You'll find it. And for everything else, Australian English, just go to AussieEnglish.com. I'm your host, Pete. I hope you've had a ripper of a day and I'll see you next time. should say uh, cheers. Cheers, guys. See ya.